Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hello Adults in the Podcast. I'm Shanique and today I am joined by the non-strangers, strangers to the podcast. You know, the ones who make an appearance once every three months, but we are grateful for their company anyway. I have Kemar and I have Alidia. And these are two guys. You've heard, if you've listened to the podcast before, you've heard them, and this is the first time you are seeing them. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. I love what you know that this video may or may not go out, but either way, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having us. No Thank worries. you. It's my first time here, guys. I'm so nervous. Okay, okay, sis. That's the first one we're going with today. All right. Santos, Santos, Santos. Santos. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we finally get all the angles right, all the lighting right. We are ready to go. We are good to go. You see, it's what I try to tell people when you're doing a podcast audio, it's so much easier. You just mm-hmm. pop up anything where you know you just work, right? Yeah, exactly. The video takes too much work. Too much, too much work, but I'm grateful that you guys are here. So let's talk. So this week we met up for what we're calling that <laughs> the best day ever and Kemar mm-hmm. asked me our last our, our last day is always the best day ever the last time we spent together is always the best true oh, yeah, that's true big facts <laughs> big facts we know how to have fun let's just do that <laughs> so Alidia you weren't there but Kemar asked me a question and I was like we have to talk about this on the podcast so Kemar had asked me um what was it again Kemar what is one thing that you used to do pre-COVID that after this whole thing, like you can't believe say you used to do that and you're definitely not doing that again? Was it that? So, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's definitely okay, cool. So, Kemar, you give your answer first. Um, I remember when I said, um, I know if you guys have um, ever been bowling before, but you know, Mana Park, right? It's mm. I'm at the center um bowling alley and right beside it of course you have your little um small restaurant you know you get the wings your um little bar food and stuff and i actually couldn't believe that i did that you know eating putting your fingers in the bowling um pins and stuff and then as soon as you finish as soon as i strike you come back and take up a chicken wing inside i was like never again never that's so true like what i'm exit. I used to go to work and come home and don't wash my hand immediately when I walk in the house. Like, what? Oh, yeah, girl. I was very no. bad at hygiene. Not terrible. I'm not high on but at hygiene. I used to go for lunch, and before I eat my lunch, I just eat my lunch. And then I used to go walk up to the bathroom and wash my hand with soap and water, then come back and eat. Stop in there, say, can't look at me like that because you used to do that too. I, I, don't, I don't ever come off the road and not wash my hands first. It's always the first thing I do. Always. Really? I don't oh, remember them, them island grey runs came around. Remember we got island grey? Like, I remember she walked No, I said, I, I'm not talking about the food part. I'm talking about reaching oh. oh, yeah. The home part for sure. But the food part, I definitely never used to do that. But for me, one thing I can't believe that I did and that I will never be doing going forward is I can't believe that I went to birthday parties and allowed people to blow all over the cake, to out the candle, and then I ate it. Like, I cannot believe that that was something that I used to do. Like, when I think... Like, I eat the cake. Me not do it no more. Me not tell no lie. I'm not doing it anymore. So I just cringed a while ago. Like, 
just imagine them just a bloody candle. Sometimes they can't even take a long clothes, you know. And it's like, and it's like oh god, you know, <laughs> never. Yeah, exactly. I get never again. I am no. Yeah, definitely not doing that going forward. Yeah. You have to fund it, fund it now. I'm sorry. Make your wish on fun. No blowing out of candle. I don't care if you're two or 200. No blowing out of candle for me. Alida, what's about you? I mean, to think about it now, maybe I would say it's the whole not washing your hands before you eat, after you get food. Yeah, that would be it. Because normally, you know, you reach us. For me... I'm, I'm driving and I reach a destination. I go there and I sit and I wait for my food. When I get the food, I'm just going to eat. But then I'm not thinking that I'm touching a lot of things. Mm. But then as it relates to like getting food from, you know, a fast food restaurant, we give them the money, we'll take the food in our hand and then we'll reach back and bomb the fries, hot meth, eat the fries, meanwhile it hot. Oh, oh. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Never again. Yes. See? COVID just show we how nasty we used to be, you know, like, <laughs> oh, Christ. But I don't know why I felt like everybody washed their hands as they get home, though. No, I think... No, sometimes you just take out the shoes and kick out in the sun and the coaches, you know, you just relax. No. Sometimes I just drop, you know, uh, well, the only thing I never used to do was drop in my bed in my outside clothes. But my well, outside yeah, hands to be all over the bed. My outside no, yeah. My first thing to do, even, if, like, sometimes, uh, sometimes I don't take off my shoes um outside of the house and I walk in with my shoes the first thing I do put on the things wash my hands then I take off my shoes my clothes everything but washing my hands was always a thing mm. taking a shower before bed yeah but everything else nope because as you said Alidia like I remember going through vividly going through like Burger King drive through with a friend of mine and give the cashier the money and everything and same time I eat you know and, <laughs> and you have to understand that you know where I come from I don't remember if really wash me and I leave the house or anything. I mean, I talk to my friend, I hang up care door. No, never again. We never were again. nasty. We were. But um, guys, so this week I found out that May is Mental Health Awareness Month, right? Kind of got me thinking about like in mental health and preserving the mental health and like I talk about that a lot on the podcast and like self-care and that kind of stuff. Now, one way that people protect their mental health and their mental peace and clarity is by setting boundaries. So that's our topic for today. So we're talking about boundaries and how we set boundaries and what boundaries mean for us. Right? You can't, you can't sound a little bit more excited. Like, God, no. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I am excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, especially I for... Want, um, I would... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm especially excited for mental health month because um, as someone who struggles with mental health, I have anxiety. It's really, really important to me. And of course, boundaries is, is really important to me. So um, yeah, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same. If I don't have boundaries, then God knows is a, is a crazy person. If I go crazy, oh, yeah. if I don't have my boundaries. And if people cross my boundaries, I get really, really mad. So I know Alidia over there sitting over with her boundary list. She's like, what boundaries people like? No, 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 not what boundaries. It's just that the the different areas in my life, I don't have much persons to say, oh, boundary. And the persons that I do have without telling them because they know the type of person that I am, 
you already know, all right, certain things can't, no, can't bring that to Alida. If I bring that to Alida, she'll go say this, she'll go do this. So it's, it kind of goes unsaid for me, for the few persons in my life. That's the truth. Mm. But we're going to dive deeper. So, yeah. So let's go in. What, what is a boundary? What, like, what would you say? And if you had to define it, what would you define a boundary as? For you specifically? Uh, I'd say just a limit that you shouldn't cross. Because mm-hmm. that's literally what a boundary is. Um, don't cross this line with me, basically, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. You can go here, you can do this, 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 but when it reaches here, stop. stop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And I mean, I'll take it further. It is a line that you shouldn't cross with me. And to take it a little bit further, it's also, for me, it's really the difference between peace and chaos. So, like, a lot of times people cross your boundaries. And for me, if, I have that, if that happens to me, then it's literally just a little inch away from chaos, like from peace to chaos. So that is, yes, it's a line to cross, but it's also a thin line between peace and chaos for me. Mm-hmm. That's true. For me, it's just a level. It's just a level of um, respect for one, um, with stuff that you know that um, persons in your personal life they, they know that you won't tolerate. Um, it can be something as simple as a conversation that you know that you're not interested in, and you know some person will push the subject, um, and they need to have a level of bond, a level of respect, and you know, all that they can't bring certain things to you. That's for me. Um, and personally, just some actions in your daily life. Um, that you know your partner might do or your mother your parents that you know that um, you don't like you don't tolerate for me that's pretty much how I distinguish it mm-hmm. yeah so how do you set boundaries is it something that is that you say all right this is a boundary for me and this is how I, um, this, this is a boundary you can't cross this boundary like, is that how you set boundaries to people in your life like how do you generally set it uh you want to oh yeah you're still thinking let me say let me talk so for me um i i don't normally say hi my name is alidia my boundary is don't step over this line but you can stay right here it's never said for me but internally like i i know i personally know what my boundaries are if i see you reaching too close i'm going to point you out and i'm going to say hey I don't really like that. I'm not going to say that is my boundary. I'm going to say I don't appreciate this, whatever, whatever. And that's your little, that's your little indicator. And if you decide that after I tell you that, hey, it's not appreciated, you want to go, ooh, I'm going to be like, all right, bye-bye. Because, you know, it was said. But it, it's for me, it's not something that is said all right. It's just something that I know within myself. And then I just work with it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's kind of the same thing for me i don't you don't really verbally tell anybody but it's more so um an unconscious kind of act if say me and alidia were hanging out and stuff like that and she kind of realizes that i don't like something that she did um she might in, she might understand that hey that's that's, that's something came out doesn't like um and i don't want to do it again you know to offend him or anything like that um right but there are persons if we are being honest, there are persons who kind of, oh, my grandmother said, they're not taking liberty with you. They cannot push your buttons. And you really have to put your foot down sometimes and tell them that, listen, I don't like what you did. Um, it's kind of disrespectful. But you realize that I don't like it because you've done it repeatedly. 
um, let's not do that again. You get me? Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes, even though it, um, for some persons, you really have to tell them, right? So um, for me, that's kind of how um, I set my. Um, I'm a little bit off both. So there are some times when I will say it and there are times when I won't say it. So a lot of my boundaries are very um, personal. Nobody really knows that this is a boundary for me. However, if it gets to a situation where it happens repeatedly, then I will say something to somebody. So for example, with like relationships, over time you will learn that this is a boundary for me. I will some some boundaries that I'll make extremely um clear. No, a woman name of them dog are going so you're not here the dog Hold on. I forget what I was saying. Boundaries. Yeah, so yeah, some of them are very clear, as in this is a boundary for me, whatever. Some of them you just learn over time. Um, there are situations though where I there have been situations where I have to say to people like this is a boundary for me. Don't cross this boundary. And if you do cross the boundary, this is what is going to happen. I'm gonna have to stop talking to you. Or whatever. But that's when it gets really like extremely bad. But for the most part, it's like a, a, a personal thing. It's like just me know it, that this is a boundary. And other people learn through behaviors over time that that's a boundary for me. But for the most part, it's just me alone, though. <laughs> but then that makes... When you have those boundaries and somebody crosses the boundary, like how do you maintain the boundary? Because if people don't know... Cause, because for all three of us, we've said that sometimes they know, sometimes they don't know. For the most part, they don't know. How do you deal with when somebody crosses that line? Um, personally, it's a, it's, a, it's a conversation. It's a, for me, listen, if you cross the boundary, I'm like, um, I'm not going to entertain this type of conversation, really, actually. Um, so probably can we change the topic and, you know, say, talk about something else, blah, blah, blah. Um, and stuff like that. But if you, as the leader said, if you step if across that line, like, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. Um, for me, I'm not a kind of person where, oh, I'm going to start shouting and everything. No, it's just a matter of, I'll give you a space for my mental health. I'm not going to, I'm just going to, you know, put in a box. Um, for my mental health and my peace, to be honest. Um, I'm going to mellow breeze it. Give you a few days, you know, in a sense, um, to kind of center myself because it's really disrespectful that you're going to bring up certain arguments and um, disrespect me in terms of crossing my boundary that you would have understood that I, I had said from the get-go. Um, so um, we're going to talk about it um, out of respect because, of course, you need to know that, hey, you kind of did something wrong. You understand? Um, and then I'm going to give you a space. Pretty simple. Hmm. I mean, if it's, if it's a case where, as all three of us would have mentioned earlier, leading up to where you know that this is the boundary, you would say, hey... I don't appreciate that and you know I don't like that don't do that or this bothers me whatever the case is and you know so your boundaries here the person reaches here you say something then reach here you probably say it again and at the moment they reach here you realize that okay clearly this is not I'm sure that they will know that all right it must be this or I'm assuming they would know that it must be this why you know she's reacting this way, why she cut me off, why she dealing with me, dealing with me a certain way. Um, but now to maintain it, I'd say, if you reach there and you, you're valuable to me, so let's say it's one of you guys. Mm-hmm. And no, we can't say that because I don't know. No, but let's say, 
can we just the that so we're not here right um seeing that it's you guys i'd probably you know given on the space and whatever and clearly you guys are gonna know okay alida seems off alida will know said this and i'm gonna be like yeah but you guys know so as kemar said it's a conversation Mm. So we're gonna be like yeah but you guys know that i don't appreciate this you guys know that this is the boundary that i set why cross it you know have that conversation and based on that conversation then we'll know all right we can keep being as tight as we are or this is something where you probably are gonna do again let's just loosen up the friendship a little bit but it's always a conversation mm-hmm. to say you, you 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 went over the boundary and this is it so what now Yeah, same. Um for me it's a lot I jump to anger or cut you off first and then I will talk myself down from that hill. So I'll get there first. So I'll be like, "How oh, dare this person do this?" I then know I'll get mad. So like I'll tell you once like one time, I'll tell you one time, don't come to me with that topic. I don't want to talk about that topic. That's not something I want to talk about. That's not a person I want to be around me. Whatever whatever. And you violate that once and I will say to you I've told you I don't want to talk about that person. You see, the next time you do it, it's kind of like I'm kind of done with you know because you're stressing me out. Like every minute, I have to keep telling you this over and over and over. I don't feel like I need to be telling somebody something over and over. So for me, while I don't communicate my boundaries all the time very clearly to everybody, if it gets violated, I get very annoyed, and I will have boundaries that are not. It's not all the time the boundaries there. And I mean, we'll get into some of those boundaries in a minute, but it's not. So sometimes I can tolerate somebody um, violating that boundary, and then there are times when I just can't deal with it. But you will never know. Like you won't know that if you email me at 9 p.m., it's a boundary for me. But sometimes I will respond to a 9 p.m. email, but sometimes I won't. You know, so it's every now and then. So I kind of have to think. I think I have to deal with how I respond to when my boundaries are. We call that now past like when somebody step over my boundaries I have to work on the way I deal with that because that's also another part of mental health so yeah that's another thing I have to deal with right I was just about to mention that <laughs> actually boundaries can be something as simple as um your partner opening door and disturbing you or somebody showing up to your house unannounced um really enjoy um let's talk about yeah let's get into it I, i'm glad you got there let's go into it there are so many boundaries in some in different areas right so let's start with So just start with people showing up at your house unannounced. Let's start with our home. That wasn't on the list, but we're going to add it now. Home. Home boundaries. What are some boundaries that you have when it comes to your space and your home? First thing comes to mind, you show up at my house like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> give me a call, give me a text. I understand. Like, fair warning, if you're driving past or you're really close by, hey, come on, you know, I'm really close by. Can you stop by? Can I stop by for a, hey? I would appreciate that. And of course, I would say, like, yeah, come on. But... Somebody knocking at my door, and God knows any owns, you know. If somebody knocking at my door and I didn't invite you, you didn't tell me that you're coming, I'm not home. <laughs> TV turn up, I'm not here. Like I'm not here. You still need to see the window, but I'm not home. <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> Listen. Same. That is a boundary for me. Do not show to my house unannounced. But you know what really grinds my gears? To no end, you show up at my house. I knew you were coming, Alidia, right? You tell me that you're coming to my house, oh, and no, you show up with <laughs> Kemar. You know, tell me, say Kemar. Do not, do not. Honestly, this is a oh. very hard line for me, and I, I have cut people off because of this. 
do not so my house I mean, with another person. I know you're coming, but I don't know you're bringing company. Don't do it. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> no, me honestly, them things that them things up. We can't. And piggybacking on that, Olivia, next thing, the overstaying, the overstaying, like. Oh, yeah, God. I remember the last time we are at Shanika's. Oh, yes. Let's use Shanika as an example. So, but then, you know, we're different because we we are straight with each other. If Shanika ready for go, we are. She goes, come, on a one now, we're done. This is, this, these are the signs. Shanika, we were at Shanika's house. We're chilling the entire day, guys. Um, it was really fun, really great. So it's about... Um, Five o'clock, four thirty. Right? It was not no five o'clock, four thirty. It was a good seven o'clock. So, <laughs> turn off the TV. Turn off the TV. TV gone. Sure, if coach, she will get broom. She will clean up. So I was like, oh, is, that, is this a sign? Guys, them wicked to me as a people. Let me tell you. I said to them, we were talking, what were we talking about? When people come in, yeah, yeah, no, when they're ready for them to leave, we don't know the conversation they come up. We were all sitting there because eating. Because the TV turned off. Turn I off said the TV. to y'all, if I want, if somebody comes to my house and I want them to leave, all I do is turn off the TV. <laughs> or don't turn on the TV. You did a few minutes before saying that. The TV exactly. was on. <laughs> and then they started cleaning up, they, they, they played them more, they eat all that, everything. But you know what's so funny that they actually did not want you guys to leave. That's well, that's funny. Call my taxi. But jump in my car because no girl now put me out. <laughs> well, yeah, as I said, we don't know how to put it out. Like simple, you know, not gonna yard. Like yeah, but no, there are a lot of times when um, well, not now with COVID, obviously, but before that, when people used to rarely, very rarely, come to my house, and I was ready for y'all to go. Because I am I am very used to being by myself. So it's very hard to, for me to entertain people for a very long time. And people who really know me will know that. And they won't take offense to me. But there are people who don't know me, which is why I don't have people don't know me in my house. Because break. And when we're ready for your guan, why for guan? You get me? I will chat from now till tomorrow. But it's when I get quiet and gone in on my phone. And you talk to me, I'm a zone out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing, guys. Where yeah, it's a boundary, but you also have to mentally prepare for persons for that period of time. You understand? Yeah. Say we were visiting Shanique, and Shanique was like, "Okay, we're gonna stay the night." You were mentally prepared, right? We're there for the entire day. You know, tomorrow yeah. we leave after breakfast, stuff like that. But we come, we even come unannounced, and then we plan to stay over. Like, no, no that's not gonna happen at my house. So no, not gonna come unannounced and plan to stay and stay no very it'd be very odd that i allow that to happen it'd be very odd because as miss sam will turn off the tv miss starts to put the horse miss starts to put the horse and miss say you put up your foot in the city instead of walk <laughs> it's uncomfortable boo. there was something else that popped in my head a while ago that i know is such a is a boundary for me and a pet peeve when it comes to my host oh when people come to my host and you search or you go where you're not supposed to go. Do not go into my bedroom. Unless we're cool like that. Don't go in there. Um, I don't like, and this is something that is new, like I developed this since I moved to this new house and whatever. Social media in my house. If unless we already agreed on it and we are talking about it, like you guys, I know you guys are gonna go on social media, but wanna know me, I wanna know what a hard pass for me, you know? I don't know what to post and what not to post, but let's say somebody who I'm not so close with comes to my house and their social media and in my house, I don't like that. That's very weird, but that's about the form. Social media is 
I am very peculiar, very strategic with what I post on social media. So if somebody comes into my safe space, my house where my guard is down, imagine like we're in the house and we are dancing and going the most way. I am going to assume that I'm in a safe space, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that I'm going to go on social media the next day and I'm going to see all of this, the conversation and everything is on social media. Yeah, that for me is about, not just with my house, but wherever I am, if I'm hanging out and let my guard down, and then I go on social media and see the conversation on social media or something that I never, we never discussed posting online or whatever. That that pisses me off to no to no end. No. And end. I think that's a that's a pretty big one in general because in today's day and age, um, we have access to you know everybody's lives and everybody has access to our lives because of mm-hmm. social media. And I think persons take the liberty with that. You know, you're out with your friends, you're eating, and immediately there's a camera in your face, mm-hmm. right? Um, and for me, I just don't know how people do it. You know, you see persons walking down the street, blogging, and, you know, with the camera and everything, and I'm just not that person. And if I'm going out with you, I kind of want to spend time with you and not be there because I'm not, probably won't even be friends with some of the persons you follow. Mm-hmm. And I don't need all of that. So um, that for me is a personal space and is a boundary. If we're not cool with that, like Shani said, don't put a camera on this. Don't yeah. listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some boundaries that we have when it comes to friendships? Um, friendships, friendships. I need updates. If we're planning that we're going somewhere, I need you guys to stay. <laughs> I feel attacked. Kamar, do you feel attacked by that one? I feel attacked. I feel personally no, attacked. No, I think personally, she's going to start when you're done. <laughs> Just say, yes, yeah, Shanique and Kamar, if we're going somewhere, yeah, follow up. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, um that's a that's a good one at least it's coming like there's so much yeah i think i have a I lot of boundaries when it comes to like identifying and saying oh this is a boundary for me when it comes to friendships it's kind of hard um for me i believe in trusting my friends in a certain way so i feel like if i i should be able to be open with my friends right so and if i'm open with you and you share that with anybody, let's say, well, this is a friend group, right? But let's say I message Kemar outside of the group and I share something with yeah, Kemar. And then Kemar tells you, it may not be that I wanted to tell you. You get what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if I did, I would have posted it in the group because yeah. we have a group. But I messaged you privately. I don't feel like, for me, the rule, the common rule is if somebody tells me something, it's not my news to share. It's gen- it's a general rule that I use. I don't you don't have to tell me don't tell nobody. Cause nine out of ten times, well, eight out of ten times, I'm not gonna tell nobody. And by nobody, my man don't count. I'm probably going to tell him uh, unless no, unless it's like a friend like you guys or any of my other really close friends. Like no, I'm not going to go and discuss that with my man because that's not his. And he wouldn't even care. He wouldn't want to know. He would have run me because he made a gossip with me. You get me? <laughs> so if I tell one, if I tell a friend something, I expect and would want my friend to hold that in confidence. And if that is broken, then that's a hard line for me. Like I can't. It's very hard for me to trust people. And if I trust and evaluate my trust, it's very hard for me to come back from that. Uh, yeah, because like trust is is big for me too. But even added to what you just said about, let's say you tell me something. Like the way the person that I am, if you say, Alida, I jumped over the wall yesterday. 
and then we're now in front of Kemar and some other persons and you say, guys, you know, someone jump over the wall yesterday. I say, you gotta believe that the first time I hear you. And I say, what? <laughs> you did what? That's true. You never tell me, but I say, what do you say? I did not know that. So, That's I mean, stress is a big thing. It, it, it is. It's very big, actually. I, I don't know about you guys, but I have this thing where, I don't know if it's a mental thing, but you know who you tell your business to. Mm-hmm. Like, if I hear something from someone, yeah, man, I'm trying to go check my business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big fact. Like, um, it's big f- And that's the kind of thing where, you know, you have specific friends with you specific things, or you're that type of person who you, you're not really open with a lot of people. So as soon as they hear something, you immediately know where it's coming from. You understand? So um, you immediately know who is sharing and who is talking about your business. And for, for that reason, yes, I might confront you or I might just not say anything to you and just cut you off deliberately. You understand? And not share those level of personal things with you again. Right? We might yeah. still be friends, but I won't share things with you to that degree. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, general rule of thumb is if me tell you something, just don't, don't tell nobody. Um, if me never say it on the group, assume say the other friend don't know. Just assume that they don't know. That's just like a general thing for me. And I've been I've been that way forever. Now just assume that the other person don't know. I always assume that is me alone. I always feel like I'm special and it's me alone. You can't find it. I always assume that. So just with me, yeah. just if it falls to, I only confided in you and I don't want anybody else to know. That's just the default. Yeah. But I think for boundaries when it comes to friendship, that's that's as major as it gets. I'm very selective with friends. I don't have a lot. So I don't think I really need to have like a lot of boundaries. I think if like Alidia, if Alidia messaged me and she gets a one word response or a lot closer response, she says, all right, you know, I'm talking about today. No. All right. Then me link, me link it tomorrow or so. All right. And as you brought up the friends about, um, they brought up the point about not having a lot of friends. Um, that's true. But how I do it is you have friends. Well, you have close friends. You have friends. friends you have some acquaintances. You understand? And all of those persons are divided by boundaries. I mean, yeah. I don't tell my acquaintance practically anything about my personal life or anything. You understand? And friends and close friends are completely different. You understand? The things I can tell you guys are not the same thing I can tell, oh, um, I'm a good friend. No, there's, a, there's some level of degree and some level of bonding with, with all persons in my life. You understand? Some persons my Instagram, well... <laughs> Then people need to understand that things that post my Instagram are not necessarily about your personal life. And people love jump up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I might post, um, I saw this really funny meme. I might post that, oh, I'm done. I'm so heartbroken. And my close friends will know that, hey, the KC line me and we can't get through. But everybody is close friends and acquaintances are just wondering, be like, oh, he's in a relationship. I guess he just broke up. And mm-hmm. no, you understand? You need to divide persons in your life with boundaries. Um, that's what I do personally. Yeah, that's, that's true. And I mean, for me, it's even true for my social media um, pages. Like, I think I was, you guys, I was explaining to you the difference between my Instagram, my Facebook, my Snapchat. Yes, yes. There are things that my Snapchat is my most curated space. I have, I think I have like nine people on my Snapchat, if so much. It's a very curated space because I share a lot more. I mean, I st- I've stopped sharing now because 
it just grows at the Snapchat phase. But when I use the share on Snapchat a lot, there are things that people on my Snapchat would know about me. Like people on my Snapchat would know who I'm dating. Like they would have actually seen an actual face, like an actual person. They would see that person on my Snapchat because it's like nine of y'all over there and I know exactly who y'all are. And I would have a problem posting that kind of stuff. And Snapchat would tell me if you screenshot my stuff and if you share my things and whatever. And then mm-hmm. screen recording became a thing. And I was like, well, Snapchat doesn't tell me if this person is screen recording. So how about I just... It does know. It does now? Oh, yes. Oh, go back over there now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's true in terms of the boundaries and the type of things that I tell to different people. I have boundaries based on who you are in my life and what my interaction with you means and how am I going to interact with you and, and how you interact with me is also defined by those boundaries as well. I mean, you guys know that me on social media, I'm just actually coming out of my little shell and posty posty. But you know, that was never my thing. I have a lot of pictures in my phone, a lot of videos in my phone that they're just in my phone. I mean, people seem like like some persons know that I only post when it's my birthday and probably a one and two in between. So when they see me like like doing a story, they're like, what? I need to your post. And I'm like, yeah, you know. Just, and then it's all how I feel. Like, okay, I feel like I want to do it, I do it. But then you have some people where they put their, their lives out there so much where when something is wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not and, so and I love that you brought that up, Alida, because um, <laughs> it's really funny when you know somebody on social media they they, they broadcast their lives, their day, like you know who they're with, you know what they ate for breakfast, and then they have the audacity when they break up with them people, then don't post and tell them what happened. I don't appreciate that because you've gotten us so invested. Um, I know you just want to cut to somebody else. I think that's a bit, no, that's a bit much. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but I mean, the people that get boundaries in them life, no, them realize that they don't want to share the whole of them life. But I mean, I think the way I am, I'm so private with my life. That is why it's very hard for me to do. That's why it was very hard for me to start, to start, <laughs> to start this podcast because you have to talk to people and you have to share with people so you have to be open right. to an extent that's the reason why i'm never in a million years like a channel or whatever because you have to share with people exactly. so for me now it's very important to me to have control over what goes out so a lot of the times that you would joke and we say well we recorded a 45 minutes and it's only 25 minutes you put out our stuff yeah because i cut out a lot of stuff that i don't i don't feel like it would be received the same way i overthink a lot and whatever but i would rather do that so for me it's very hard for me to do anything where i'm required to share my opinion where i don't have some creative control if i'm not the producer of whatever it is it's very hard for me to come on there and give my opinion i found that happened as because when i was younger that was never the case because obviously when i produced nothing but now that I've gotten into this thing and I'm so into protecting what I put out there and what my image looks like, if I have to do an opinion-based podcast or video with somebody who is not me and somebody else is editing and approving it before it goes out and I don't have any approval over it, highly unlikely as I'm going to do it. Because I I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of anal and I don't need to be like that, but I, that is how protective I am of my privacy, of my story, of me and my life and those around me and who are in my life. That's how I am with everything about it. So, yeah, it's a hard privacy. Yeah. It's really hard. People just don't need to know. Like, why do you need to tell people your business? 
And there's something I don't understand to like, okay, let's say somebody's father has passed away. Mm-hmm. Praise be to God. Yeah, whatever old people say about when they talk about this. Why is it that? <laughs> I don't know. It's not I don't know. You know them normally. Is what I'm saying? Um, God forbid. God forbid. Yeah. What? The praise be to God. I thank she give you the person. Thank she give. Right. But why is it that personally you're going through you know that loss and your family members are around, your friends are around, and you feel like you need to go on social media and oh my God, my dad has passed away and t- put a picture and p- put up a big post and you will be missed. For the persons that follow you to say what? Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry for your loss. Some, no, I'm but you know, sometimes la- people need community though. I think they did. And I think community and validation is, is something too. You need to put up a picture. Somebody can tell you, oh, you're pretty. <laughs> a lot of girls are, um, are saying, oh, no money in them inbox, but I like you put the money in the picture. You want the guys in the inbox because they're pretty. See so people that did it. But I see most of the guys. Sometimes you, need, um, sometimes you need another voice because, I mean, there are lots of times I am private and whatever, but let's use this podcast as an example because you guys would know the anxiety behind me putting out this podcast record it never want to put it out or actually put it out but never want to share the link and whatever mm-hmm. sometimes when because through sharing this podcast like there are a lot of times i've wanted not to do it anymore and i'll stop and i won't put out an episode one week and somebody people who i know people who i don't know would message me and say hey where's the podcast or hey you know when the very first episode the full length episode that i put out people actually messaged me and told me that they got value from it which is why i continued to do it so sometimes it but, could be that they're they're helping you to put as maybe you put maybe no the person, their parent died and somebody could give them some words of encouragement i believe that that example that you just used for yourself in my opinion it is i don't think it's the same because you're doing a podcast for persons to view it, to listen, you're inviting persons into your space. Yeah, man, this is something I'm doing for you guys. But when it's something more personal, mm. and you're gonna go, this is there to me, and put it out there so that everybody knows that this is happening. And yeah, yeah, they're going through heart. They're gonna put it out there. Oh my God, my heart is broken. <laughs> for what? I don't know what. If, if you have certain, let's say you want somebody that you know you're not so close with, you know, to give their input, give their opinion. Yeah, one or two people, you go into them inbox, they say, Hey, I know we're not that close, but check this out for me if that's what you really want. Hmm. You're going to do this big thing. Oh, no, my no. problem is the people who do the big thing and they get mad when people comment on it. No, they was going to be like, Are you okay? Is everything all right mm-hmm. at home? Because you put it out and you don't want nobody to say anything about it. You want to put it out and people to interact with it, but you don't want the negative feed. You just have to be open to whatever you get, negative or positive. And that's just the, yeah. that's just the, the nature of social media space, which is why for me, I set up a social media boundary. I interact in a certain way because I know what I can handle. I know that if I get up every day and I have to be fighting people on social media, my mental health is going to take a nosedive. So I interact respectfully on social media. I share what I want to share. And if it's a situation where somebody gets rude or whatever, 
I will block. I have no problem blocking things. I will block you or I will delete your comments and I will just keep it moving because I know how I am. I internalize things a lot. So people will say stuff like she's this or she's that, for example. It hasn't happened, but it indicates it happens. I know that even if I delete it, I'm blocking you. I will still internalize that and I will take that to heart. So likewise, over but it's, it's something that I kind of have to know that it might come. Like that might come and how am I going to deal with that? Mm-hmm. Which is why I actually appreciate that Instagram um, personally has this this close friends list. You know that you don't have to share everything with your entire community, especially if, if you have a big follow base. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, back to what I share on social media, you have boundaries, like Jenny said. For my personal Snapchat, you know, same close friend there, fun there. Instagram, the general public, but me just share memes and everything and post a picture. <laughs> you know, between that person, you will post a picture and people are commenting and be like. That picture was taken like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's not me today. But you know, I you're not really in my personal space. I said that kind of boundary, which is why you wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Facebook is for the old people and the aunts and the uncles that you you're not gonna delete your social media. And of course, the high school friends. So um, that's what social media for me is. Like, yeah, you won't see me on on, on Facebook though. Yeah. Unless I'm trying to connect or, or, or congratulate somebody on a childbirth or a passing or something. That's what Facebook is for for me. I don't know. I'm so socially awkward that I have so much, so many boundaries when it comes to socializing. Because I will feel very awkward commenting on a group chat. Or like in the group chat with not you guys, but like a big group chat, mm-hmm. like posting something. I will second guess it and, oh my God, did that sound too? I, I'm very weird when it comes to stuff like that. I've recently found that I'm like that too when I'm on an email with a lot of people on the email and I have to reply all. I've recently realized that I'm like that as well. I really? said and I question, oh my God, was I, was I supposed to say, would, would they say it like that? What is it? Yeah, I second guess myself a lot. So for somebody who is such a, as I said, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, I'm an occasional extrovert because I am so introverted, it's crazy. Like I'm so shy and I second guess a lot of my communication. It's it's crazy, but when I get on stuff like this, my part, I'll chat my face off because I know I'm the one editing it and I can't take it out. So, as a that, do you guys get the, the feeling like, say, old having friends, all of, um, having fun with all of us, and as soon as they get home, you're in a personal space, now you know, every, you're calm and everything, you go back oh, and be like, no, I delete all of this, I delete everything. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's me because I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm really extroverted, but then in turn, I'll just be like, I can't put a lot out there today. And I just, I just, or, or, or if you don't do anything, you kind of be like, okay, I'm just going to be um, not posting anything for a couple of days, you understand? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the boundary I have with my, with my own personal self. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I talk a lot to them, be like, nope, come on, man, shut up. <laughs> no, I don't ever think about shutting up around my friends. I know I'm a talker. <laughs> if I'm quiet, you know there's something wrong with me. You know, some stress right out or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. But yeah, I think that was very fruitful in terms of our boundaries. Is there any last thoughts, any final thoughts, anything else you want to say? Any encouragement for people to set boundaries? Set them. Has mm-hmm. people walk over you <laughs> and take the idiot over and over again? Except for everybody. I know your boundary can be as simple as you're not going to tolerate a certain conversation or talk about certain things. You understand your personal life. Stop boundary with everybody, your friend, your, your mother, your father, even your dog. 
Um, yeah, don't come for the bedroom now. Thank you. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a legit bungee. Um, so it's really important to maintain a good mental health. And one, one of one of um, the ways you can do that is by setting boundaries in your, in your life, in all aspects of your life. And I do think everybody, even if persons don't think they have boundaries, when they really sit down and think about it, they do have a lot. Um, and I think persons should set more if that, if, if, if that helps. Um, because your mental health is extremely important to you. Mm. Uh, yeah. I and agree. I mean... I mean, just to add to that, for me as well, um, I, I feel like I said this a lot whenever I come on this podcast, like, you need to know yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know yourself, and you know your boundaries, and then you should be able to tell, all right, this person has crossed my boundaries, but I'll give it another go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother did this, but I'll give it another go. My friend did this, but so you should know how much you can take home, how much over the boundary will you allow somebody to go? Because yeah. it's not all the time you're going to set your boundaries and everybody's going to definitely, you know, reach it and don't cross it and, and reach it or don't cross it. It's not going to always be perfect, but you need to know where to just say, all right, this is it. Mm-hmm. So it's okay if them go over and you say, all right, then you know, but you need to know when is the final straw, really. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything left for me to say, except um, I second all of those statements. I think it's very important, guys, that you set boundaries. I mean, mental health is very important. And because we have to interact, we're social beings. Human beings are social beings, whether we're socializing on social media, while while we're social distancing or we're socializing in person, um, everything affects us. Everything affects our mental health. So we have to set all boundaries so we know where we're going to stop, where is the line that we're not going to cross so that we can preserve our peace and preserve our clarity. So, yeah, second everything that these guys have said. And, yeah, with that being said, thank you guys so very much for coming back on my podcast. I feel like I want to do another episode with you guys because, you know, I have to take it while I can. I have to strike while the iron is hot. So You can invite us again. Uh-huh. That's what you said back in February. We're now in May and you guys are just now coming back on the podcast. Mark okay. a break in February and just come well, back. No boundaries. <laughs> so I'm a boundary now, guys. My podcast oh, wow. is a hard boundary for them. It's a hard no. It's a hard no. It's all it's all it's whatever. Do you guys want to share your social media pages? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Um, I think you're going to put it in the description box below or something. No, it's okay. You want me to put it in the description box below? I could. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're not putting yeah, it right, right here. <laughs> she don't reach so far that the advanced anything YouTube class. Okay? Okay. okay so, right. <laughs> thank you guys so very much for watching slash listening to this podcast. I really hope that it was helpful for you. You can leave us a comment to let us know if it was helpful or to share some of your boundaries that you have. You can leave a comment wherever you're listening to the podcast and also leave us a review so that other persons can find this podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening and subscribe if you're watching. I don't know where I'm putting out this video so I'm leaving very deep with what I say. So like, share, subscribe, follow. Um and your comments, all those things. Don't um, forget to like. <laughs> Is that it? No. Yeah. Oh. Tap if you're on Instagram. Um yeah. Click the bell if you're on YouTube. Yeah. Do all them things. You guys know what to do with what with whatever platform I put this on. So thank you guys so very much. Thanks Kemar. Thanks Olivia. 
you guys have an amazing week. I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.